Episode 15, How Do You Like to Be Touched? Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And we want to welcome you back to another episode. We are coming off of spring break with our kids. And back in the garage podcasting. <laughs> so, you know, no longer on the, well, we're not on the road this week like we were last week. So we've, we've got the full setup and um, we're happy to be back in our... We are. In our regular... It's been, it's been a while. I really have looked forward to podcasting tonight. I've been really looking forward to podcasting all week. I don't Why? know. I don't know. It's just... I love this medium. I love being able to sit here, talk to you, and talk to our community. I just, I love it. I think it's just a fantastic way to to reach people. Well, it's been interesting for me. I mean, this is just kind of a side note talking about podcasting, but when Tony first mentioned podcasting months ago, I kind of scoffed at the idea. I was like, really, I'm not, I'm not going to do this thing. <laughs> That's great that you want to, but I wasn't really... Yeah, I you, wasn't really excited about it, it no, at all. Weren't. And you know, and then you get this box of all this equipment and I'm like, oh geez, what what are we getting ourselves into? And like Tony, I have to say, sitting here and talking with all of you once a week, this is really one of my favorite times of the week. I I love the time that Tony and I get to spend together. I mean, we we tell all of you, you know, you've got to make that dedicated time to sit and communicate with your spouse. Well, in addition to the other times that we make during the week. We know without a doubt, Sunday night's almost like date night It is for us because we spend at least an hour working on the podcast. Um, we're sitting here talking through things and you guys have heard us on air talk about, you know, some of the not so glamorous sides of our marriage. Um, we're sharing, you know, ideas from people in our community. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun and it really, it really is like date night to me. And it doesn't cost us anything, so that's probably you know even better. Yeah, I don't know if I consider it a date night, but it's just a fun time where we get to just sit and talk. He wouldn't consider it date night because Tony's responsible for all the technical stuff. I literally just come in with my laptop and my notes and put the headphones on, and I just talk. And Tony's yeah. got all of the controls and stuff like this. So for him, really, it's not date night. But for me, it is. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it is. So we are back. We are coming off of spring break, um, which means that the both kids have been home all week and surprisingly um, made it through the week with really today was probably the worst day <laughs> in terms yeah. of temper tantrums and uh, you know that kind of thing it was really a very sassy g- mouth oh yeah from the four-year-old yep um, but it's fun. been it's been kind of a nice week with the kids we did lots of different things um, well you did I mean obviously I was working all week so you were out and about with the kids keeping them keeping them busy and entertained yeah you know, we saw How to Train Your Dragon. Um, yep, go see it. New DreamWorks movie. If you haven't seen it, I would you know suggest it's a great animation. Um, the animation in it is very good. A lot of, I mean, I I don't know all that technical stuff. It just looked good. It was a very visually appealing movie. So. I, I know Alex really liked it, and, and I wasn't there with you guys right. because I, I had to work. You were but, working, but I know Alex really enjoyed it. Abby slept through part of it, which you know is not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't no. mean that she didn't like it. She was just tired and sitting in a dark theater so right um so yeah that was fun we did park play dates and got together with friends and 
Um, and we ended it. I mean, we ended yesterday with a a fun trip to the park, and mm-hmm. Alex and I were having a blast out there, just kicking and throwing the football around. Kicking and throwing the football, and then actually, I do have to say, today was kind of fun too because um, we have those giant noodles that you guys yes. use in the pools. Um, we don't have a pool, but we take them with us. We've got a couple for friends that have pools and, and the kids wanted them down today. And so they started like whacking around with them. And Alex got the idea. It was kind of like this, I don't know, what would you call it? Like fight club thing where he's like, okay, we're going to whack it. And we're going to say fight on. And, and then we're literally just beating on each other with these noodles, which if you hit hard enough, they hurt. They hurt. But for the most part, it's just a great way to kind of get out some energy. Yeah. Well, so so here here's the visual, visualization for everybody. So in our garage, we have a piece of carpet down. And the piece of carpet is, I don't know, 10 feet by 5 feet? Nah, no, 10 like feet. 10 by 12. 10 by 12. Okay. So you have to say on the carpet, you have the noodle in your hand. We whack it really hard so it makes this popping sound and that's sort of like your gong and you go. <laughs> and then you just whack at each other as hard as you can and as long as you can and you try to either knock the noodle out of somebody's hand and you win or you hey. knock them down and on their knees and then you win or you knock them out of off the carpet and you win. Right. And so, you know, whoever won, then they have a new contender, which would be anywhere from, you know, Lisa, myself, Alex or Abby. And we would just keep on going around. And it was it was fun. I mean, there were a couple of times when we had a, some tears. But we just worked through them. And we were just... It, the fun part was that we were just all in here laughing. Well, hysterically at times. And Elisa got very competitive. I will tell everybody that right now. Because she... Only always, with you. Because she... Yes, only with... Because she always says that I'm the competitive one. And we're about to go at it. And I wish we could go at it right now. Son of a gun. We got our noodles right here. I'm looking at them. It would be awesome. <laughs> Too bad we can't bring these mics and do it. The funny thing is, well, not funny, but it I could was, make the sound with one of them. I, I guess if you want to get out, but I think it's a little too loud. But okay. anyway, this was a little out of character for me to get involved in this. You usually are the ones, you're usually the one that's much more physical with the kids. I'm like, I got stuff to do. And the kids really wanted me to come out and play. And so I did today. And that was that was kind of out of character for me. Yeah, you get out of your comfort zone. Sometimes you have a good time. <laughs> I had a great what, time. What, what, you, well, <laughs> you're, you're competitive. You're over here beating me up and pushing me out with your butt and everything. No, that was a fully legitimate kick. Okay. little taekwondo action on you. Whatever. See, you I'm pay not, for those taekwondo lessons. And look, now you know I can I defend myself. For, we pay for them together. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was fun. And I was glad that I stepped out, um, and didn't fall into my routines of saying, no, 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 you guys, you know, that's something you do with daddy. Go, go do that. I, you know, I said, you know what? I need to do this. And actually it was very, it was very therapeutic for mom to just get out there and whack a little. Yeah. We had a good time. We had a good time. I want to, uh, want to share an email response that we uh, had received for um, the family gathering podcast that we did last week, um, we had a listener write in. Marty said, we do something very interesting. I've done this from the beginning. My girlfriend has grown kids and she is divorced. Her kids have boyfriends and girlfriends. And also she is a CNA, which I believe is a, um, I believe it's a nursing assistant, but I'm not 100% sure on that. 
And she sometimes has to work on holidays. So let's say for Thanksgiving, we'll have Thanksgiving the week before. That way there is none of this. We've got to leave early because we still have to go here or we have to go to dad's house or somebody wants us to stop by. And, you know, Marty's even saying that he has his own family on top of his girlfriend's family. So you've got, you know, multiple families here all trying to have holidays together. And instead of making it be a lot of conflict in their family, they celebrate a week before so that on the actual day, everybody else can go do or be wherever else they need to be. And I thought this was a, I've heard of one other family just in uh, conversations, you know, some of my jewelry shows and things like that, where I've heard somebody else put forth this other idea. And I thought, you know what, that's great. You don't have any of that, you know, crazy holiday, you know, struggle of where do we go? Who do we celebrate with? You've done it as a family. The week prior. The week prior or a few days prior, however it works for you guys. And the day of doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be crazy. So Marty, thank you for sharing that with us. That was cool. Yeah. With all of our listeners, um, really appreciate getting that kind of feedback, whether it's via email at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com or ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You can also call in. We haven't had any, um, listener feedback on the caller call in line, which is 858-754-9937. And on that listener feedback line, you can leave a comment. You can leave a suggestion. You can leave a question. You might have an idea for a podcast that you want Elisa and I to, uh, to cover. And that's cool. We would love to know what, what you guys want to hear. So please call in and we will definitely work those into an upcoming podcast. Absolutely. We've also had a lot of uh, conversation, community conversation on our Facebook fan page this weekend. On Friday, we posted our Friday question of the week and it was, you know, tell us about your first kiss. You know, that first kiss between you and your spouse. How did it happen? Where were you? And we, Tony and I have been loving these stories. Um, Just a lot of great, great fun experiences. And we love having you open up your lives, not just to us, but to our community. And we're really hearing from a lot of you that you do feel like you're part of a community. And that's awesome. That's awesome. And we appreciate that. We appreciate how each and every one of you, whether you just are, you know, behind the scenes, so to speak, you're not commenting, but you're there. Thank you for being there. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are commenting, thank you for sharing your thoughts with everybody else. You know what I find most interesting with all of our comments that we get, especially when we put up the Friday question of the week, is the array of differences that every couple has. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so good to know when we look at marriages, that no two marriages are alike. So true. So true. Y- you know, and I think sometimes as we get older and we have many, many years behind us, I sometimes even myself go, oh, that's, you know, everybody's done that or, but you know what? Folks haven't. And I mean, I was out this morning riding with my buddy and we were talking about our 10th wedding anniversary when we went up to Big Bear. Knickerbocker Inn. Yeah. When we went to the bed and breakfast and I was telling about it and how we, we had the penthouse suite. Awesome. If you're ever in Big Bear, and you're looking for a really romantic weekend, I have to give them a little plug. The yeah. Knickerbocker Inn, the penthouse suite is worth every penny. And 
they have the most amazing chocolate chip cookies there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the food was awesome. So little plug for there. It was a great, great place, great place to say, but go ahead. Finish but anyways, I'm, I'm telling him about the bread and breakfast and, and he's just going, man, we've never been to one. And so even though we've been to one and we've enjoyed it, sometimes I just sort of figure well, everybody's gone to at least one, mm-hmm. but here was somebody who hadn't. And he, he was just like, man, you know what? That's a great idea. We're going to have to do something like that. Oh, so fun. Yeah. That, that's what I think is really cool about the, our questions of the week is this, that I get to see and everybody gets to see that all of us have so many different, so many different events that happen in our marriages mm-hmm. that make us make our union special yeah and there's a lot to be there's a lot to be learned yeah um you know those little tidbits i mean we talk about this a lot you know whether we're talking about stuff on the podcast or on the blog or the facebook fan page you guys sharing with us gives us so many neat ideas or like ooh, we're gonna have to try that on date night or we're gonna have to maybe we should think about visiting there or going to a bed and breakfast so Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing and prompting things to happen in other people's marriages. That's right. Because you're making, whether you know it or not, your comments, your call-ins, you're making a difference in other people's marriages. And we're just the conduit through which that information happens. Happens. And so, you know, pat yourselves on the back for being part of a community where marriages are being changed. Do we have Nina's, do we have Nina's blog? I will, I will put, pull that up. Or we can put, we'll put that in, we'll the put it sh- in the show notes because Nina, who is one of, uh, is a part of the community and has called in before she just wrote a blog post that was just so touching. She sent Elisa and I an email uh, about how we've talked about taking the lead and date nights and how they've started using this in their marriage. So we'll make sure to put those in the show notes so you can check out Nina's blog. Very good. And so then moving on to our topic tonight those intimate little touches wow that was a, that was a great transition Elise <laughs> just giving you a hard time I just, wow I just <laughs> I just got slammed in front of all of you okay why don't you do the transition no I <laughs> you're fine let's go for it okay let's go for it <laughs> apparently you're not getting any of those intimate little touches <laughs> okay we we wanted awesome. to talk about touch um it, it's come up, it came up a little bit through the conversation that some people had with our last, um, our last blog entry. It's not talking dirty, it's talking clearly. And you know what, Elisa, that, that blog post actually even inspired us to take our words, our written words, and we took them to the bedroom on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. You know? We, we want you guys to know that, you know, we're not, we're not preachers. We're not do as we say um what we throw out on you know blog entries podcasts facebook fan page all of those things we're not making any suggestions that we do not do in our own home in our own bedroom right um you know and so you know we wrote that post um and it was one that you know kind of went through a few revisions as we were you know trying to get it it right for all of you. And it was one of those things where, you know, Thursday night, it was my night to take the lead. Yep. And, um, you know, the communication, it was like, you know, every once in a while, it seems like everything does line up (laughs) the way it's supposed to. 
And this was one of those nights where we were both fully present yes, with each other and, you know, no to-do lists, no, you know, I'm going to stay up late and read and you can just wait for me type of thing. Um, you know, I had started making a little, uh, you know, small overtures and Tony, throughout the day, throughout the day. And there Tony, were little touches that, that we were giving each other. I, I noticed it on Thursday for sure. There was just those times when we would be around each other in the kitchen and there would be an arm on the shoulder or a touching of the bottom or a hand around the waist. Mm -hmm. So there are these little indications that I was starting to get from you to say, hey, honey. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the <laughs> night. But there were the, the, the non-sexual physical intimacy that I so desire and need in our marriage at mm -hmm. times. And yes, what it alluded to was in my mind going, okay, Elisa sort of priming the pump here a little bit. She's sort of going, hey, Tony, I'm noticing you mm -hmm. and I'm letting you know non-verbally non these little touches going, hey. And as as the evening was going on and we get the kids to bed and everything, we, we tend to start talking and going, okay, you know, is this going to happen? Are we going to make love tonight? And usually it's like, yes, you know, I, I want to make love tonight. Okay. Then after right. we get the kids to bed, then we move from there. And I have to say, you did something very deliberate that night. You, after the kids went to bed, you chose to completely turn off your computer. I did. That was, I mean, we've been, we've been staying up late. late. Um, you guys know the book is almost done. And, Praise you know, God. as we're working on, you know, responding to, to emails and getting our coaching, that's going and the speaking is going, you know, there are just so many hours in the day and so after you know after work is dinner family kid time um i also do my jewelry shows in the evening so that takes evenings mm -hmm. um away from the two of us and so thursday night tony was just like i'm i'm turning off the computer and this was this was really i mean it was probably what 9 30 oh no it was like eight eight o'clock i never even turned it you on never after, turned yours on i had to after do the kids i chose to do a couple of things um i chose to just turn it off and and spend time with you. Right. And, and, that, and that was that was one of those things that I consciously had to make an effort. And I think in the future, we just need to do a podcast on technology and marriage. But I just turned it off just to go, I'm not going to get sucked in. Because if I turn it on, then all of a sudden I get sucked in and I'm into doing a bunch of stuff for one. I'm on all the social networking stuff and mm -hmm. I'm sending out emails and then I lose that intimacy that I I'm so desiring. Cause then all of a sudden my mind's spent on this. Right. So I just made it a conscious effort to put it down. And actually while you were working on the computer, I was just reading from the Bible, uh, and just, just really sort of getting myself ready for this time that we were going to spend in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so. that was very, I think because it was so deliberate, it wasn't just like, Oh, I'm going to be over here. No, you, you came out and said, I'm turning off. I'm, I'm not turning on the computer. I'm not, not tonight. And I, I remember thinking, wow, <laughs> what's going on tonight? Because, I mean, we always have computers on and, and not always, but most of the time. We have them on a lot. We have them on a lot. And so that was a very, um, very eye opening. Was it, was action. it, was it, was it stimulating to you to see that? Was it, what, what in your mind, what went through your mind, I guess is what I'm asking you 
that made you go, wow, Tony's not turning on his computer. What, how did that make you feel? Well, I think, I think for me, it was very much a, okay, this is going to, tonight's going to be about us. You know, we're not going to get into the, okay, well, did you do this? All right, we still need to do this section of the book. We, you know, okay, have you contacted, you know, have you done this? Have you done that? Okay, two hours goes by. What are you, what are you working on? Emails? Okay, you know, it wasn't any of that conversation. It was, okay, the computer's off. I just need to finish up the things that, there were a few things that I chose to do that night. um, But I gave myself a time limit and said, okay, these are the only things that I'm doing. And when that's done, mine, my laptop closed. Yeah. And so I would say both of our, if I'm correct, both of our laptops were off by, I think nine 30 or yours was, I, yeah, I think it was nine 30. Mine never w- went on. So yeah, I think yours was off at nine 30, which, um, is probably about two hours earlier than most, than nights. most nights. Yeah. And so I think that was a very, for me, it was very much like, okay, nothing's on, you know, we're not ones to watch TV at night really. And so I was able to just be fully present with you Mm -hmm. because it had been a choice tonight that we were just going to turn all of this other stuff in our lives off and be with each other. Right. And, and And I'll tell you from the way my vantage point was, was I was looking at it going, I'm going to make you the priority. And by turning off that computer and by just, putting everything else aside, uh, my intention and hope was that you would recognize that I was making you my priority. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted. And it sounds like it, it, it worked. worked. It because worked. Because this is the first time we're discussing it. Um, yeah, so which we, is great. We don't always discuss everything right as they happen. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is great because as we moved into the bedroom, that's where... Because all that stuff wasn't in my head, I, I, I'm able to compartmentalize stuff a lot, guys. And I'm going to tell you this straight up. You, I could do something two days ago and forget about it today. I could have done something this morning and forgot about it. A, a lot of what I do is I do it and I move forward. I don't hold any guilt. I don't hold any resentment. I, I just I let it go and I give it to God. I do. And... It's something I've had to work on a lot in life because mm-hmm. I used to be the dude who would just hold on to stuff forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and never let it go. And now through God's grace and glory, I just let it go. I don't, I don't worry about it. I am just going to move forward and I'm going to follow the, the path that God, God is leading or is, is leading me on. And so there are just times when, man, I just, I just roll with it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you, that's always been one of those things where I'm like, gosh, I mean, this just happened a little while ago and it's just, it's gone. It's gone yeah. for you. If it's over, it's over. Yeah. I don't, I have no desire to hold on to stuff that's, but I mean, this is one of those things down. where, you know, if the computer's off, the computer's off. Yeah. It, it's off and it's I can done. be, yeah, it's done. And that way, when we move into the bedroom, I can be completely present with you. Mm-hmm. And so it, here's the thing that really struck me this session where we were really intimate with each other physically, sexually was that there, there was a lot of communication that happened. There was nonverbal communication and there was verbal communication. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it was just, it was just an amazing time for me because 
the non-physical touches that we did prior to getting to the bedroom were awesome. And as we got into the bedroom, we were able to talk about, it, it allowed me anyways to talk to you about some of the desires that I had envisioned for the evening. Mm-hmm. And now this is something we've worked on a lot and it doesn't happen every time we make love. Right. And you know, we've over the last few months, we've received emails from, you know, men and women who are like, you know, I would love to try different things in the bedroom, but my spouse is unwilling Yeah, or, you know, doesn't want to. And we've been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are definitely been times probably more so where you would make a suggestion and I would say no than vice versa than me making a suggestion and you saying no. Yeah. You know, I think that's, just, that's solely the dynamic of our relationship. Yes. Um, we make no assumptions about other people's relationships. That's just how it has happened in ours. And you know, over the last couple of years, that's slowly been changing. Mm-hmm. And it's been it's been an effort on both of our parts. It's been something that we have both desired deeper intimacy in our marriage. And so as a result of that, we do spend a lot of time talking about our sex life to each other, to each other. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) That's true to each other. Um, And I guess by default to all of you, because (laughs) you're here listening, but it's one of those things where, our bedroom has become a very safe place for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that Tony, you know, if Tony makes a suggestion and I'm not up for it that night and I convey that to him, you know what? Tonight's not a good night for that. I really, I, I'm not in the mood. I'm not there mentally. That's not where I am. He doesn't take it personally right. as a, as a form of, well, you know, she's rejecting I, I'm assuming, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I I don't get the feedback from you that you're feeling rejected. No. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I don't feel any rejection anymore when it comes to that sort of stuff. And I think that's because we've learned with practice how to convey our desires to each other. Right. To say, you know what, I would like to try this. And you know, maybe if it's something that I'm not 100% comfortable with, then I can say back to you, what, can we modify that? Mm-hmm. Can we try, you know, can can I touch you here or can we, you know, do this or do that? Something along those same lines, but different so that we're both comfortable. Right. And now this, this, all right. So as we're, as we're talking about sex, I think all of you get this, that it's not always verbal. And if you're not, I, I'm going to make that clear. So from going from, us being in the bedroom and talking about this, there are times when we are verbally speaking to each other, honey, can we try this tonight? And it's, it's sometimes a, okay, let's go for that or no. But once we get to that point where we're going, okay, we're into the foreplay mode. Mm -hmm. A lot of this isn't verbal. This isn't a, uh, no, it's more of a, can you bring your hand over here? and touch me here because I enjoy this or in sometimes and in, in some instances we've had the, I'll just use this example is that I'm touching you and it's not a particular enjoyable touched for you. Mm-hmm. 
So you uh, you nudge me, or in and sometimes verbally we'll just say, "Hey, Tony, can you do this instead?" Right. This would be this would be better for me. This would be better for me. So, you know, we move when we're de- when we're dealing with these touches in the bedroom and communicating with each other through this. It's not always verbal. A lot of it is just sort of knowing your spouse, mm-hmm. knowing their likes, knowing their dislikes, hearing the moans, hearing the groans if they so do if they do so, mm-hmm. understanding that that just sort of that I want to just say primal. Well, and it's it's also being able to just being able, you know, obviously you're next to your spouse um, when you're making love. And so it's also being able to read their physical reactions Mm -hmm. because I think there's a lot to be said for, you know, as you're doing different touches with them, you can feel their body respond to you. Yes. And, you know, which is a turn on. For me, yeah. When when you when when I'm touching you in a certain spot that just starts rocking your world, dude, that, that's just a super turn on. Right, and that's you know you want to be able to you want to be close enough and have a safe enough environment with your spouse that you have the opportunity to experience these things. And mm-hmm. I know some of you that are listening, your marriages are not in the best places right now. You've shared that with us, and and we thank you for for allowing us to pray for you when you write in. We uh, sure do. You know, when you email us or you put a comment up on one of the podcast responses. And, you know, what what we say to that is, you know, keep working at it. You know, some of you have said, you know what, I've stopped asking. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you know, when I see that in a comment, it actually makes, me, it, you know, it makes my heart break mm-hmm. that you've gotten to a point in your marriage where you've stopped asking to have your needs met because really as we are servant lovers, we're called to be servant lovers to one another. You should still be able to ask to have your needs met, be it through touch, be it through a correct, you know, you know, Tony's Tony likes to pat my bottom. And so, <laughs> you know, there are times when I'm like, okay, enough. But other times when I just know that that's his way of saying, Hey, you just walked by and I saw you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or holding hands or, you know, I mean, we spend, you guys can't see us because we don't have the video, but we spend this podcast almost an hour, you know, with all of our setup time looking into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. You know, those of you who are in a good place right now, keep doing those things. Those of you that need to, you know, want to bring it up to another level, start doing them. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll put a list, um, with this podcast on just some little things that you can do to start rebuilding those intimacy, those little touches that you can do as you're, you know, whether it's the, as Tony calls it, the priming, the pump where it's like kind of the little touches that we do during the day, the, you know, hand around the shoulder or, or peck on the cheek, sort of those non-sexual touches. You know, we'll put up a list of those that you guys can use, have in your toolbox. Um, you know, as you get into the foreplay, you know, be able, not even be able, but be willing. Yes. Be willing to communicate with your spouse. You're not necessarily going to want to go along with everything that they suggest um, because you may not be in a place where you feel comfortable doing different things, but be willing to at least have the conversation with them. Right. 
and and I'm going to mention this again, and we've mentioned it before. The book, The Joy of Sex. Mm-hmm. It, I think it is a great book, and 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 this is from a guy who was deep into pornography for 19 years. I don't look at the joy of sex and go, ooh, that's going to just throw me off course. I look at it as a great source to find new ideas and help the communication in our marriage because there are times when we do become stagnant and I'm going, man, well, we've done this or we've tried that. What can we, what can we add? So if you're not even, if you're, if you're at the point where you're just not even sure how to talk to your spouse, it's a great way to just bring it in and look at some photos, read some text about different things that can happen. Now, are you going to do all of it? No, no, way. <laughs> no way. I mean, there's no way in heck you're going to do all of it, but it just allows for you guys to communicate together because that is where it all begins. This, this deep intimacy that we also desire. Mm-hmm. It's the communication in the bedroom. Well, and something that we've done, you know, is talk about it when you're not trying to have sex, when you're not making love, you know, don't, don't put the added pressure of being in the moment. That's a good point. Yeah. We've done that many a time. And then you're like, okay, you know, we're here. And then the suggestion flies out of somebody's mouth and you're like, oh my gosh, not now. No, it just, it's a total, you know, moment killer. Yeah. Um, you know, one of our, uh, Anita one of our community members, she had mentioned early on um, on a Facebook post about the sandbox idea where yep. you talk about something, but you do it in a, you know, you've set aside a, a point in time, you know, it's 15, 20 minutes and you say, you know, I just want to talk about this. Can we, here's something I would like to try or here's something I've been thinking about, you know, in regards to our intimacy. Yeah. And I love that idea because it is something that we've done you know, when we want to try something new or we want to try a new place or we want to, you know, position, whatever. Yeah. Don't do it in the moment. You, you're all, you're, there's already so many heightened, um, you know, with the endorphins raging and, and things like that, that that's probably not the best time. So make another, make another date, you know, a 15, 20 minute date where you're just like, I just want to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, it's very non-threatening. You know, if your spouse says no, that's okay. It, it's okay if they're not comfortable with the suggestion. And here's and here's another thing, though, too, that a lot of us have to work on is we got to get out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. because we get stuck in this comfort zone and not asking or not talking about it is just the easy way to do it. And if that's the way you want to live the rest of your married life in your comfort zone, then I think you're doing a disservice to yourself and your spouse. Mm. You got to get out of it. And I know it's scary. I know it's, there's this little fear bug that we have inside of us that just sort of kicks in because now we're talking about one of the most, if not the most intimate thing that we could do with another person. And we're so fearful of the rejection that we will not come out and we, and we will just not move past our comfort zone. And so maybe you start small, but I will have to say even on Thursday there are some there are certain things, certain touches, certain positions that I wanted to do with Elisa that when I was mentioning them, 
they were still a little fearful to me in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, and I consider us having a pretty damn fantastic lovemaking, you know. Love life. Love life. There we go. Um, it, but even so, I even had that little, eh, what if she says no to this? And, you know, I, I just I just sat there in the moment going, you know what? The worst she can say is no, and we can move on to something that will be enjoyable for both of us. So I, I just want to let folks know that we all feel that mm. there there is that that little fear factor that just comes in uh, in asking. So and if you've been the reluctant spouse, I would challenge you. I would challenge you to open yourself up to your spouse to if there's a reason why you've been reluctant and you have not shared that with your spouse, I challenge you to do so. If you've just kind of you know made it a power thing where you're going to say no because you control the bedroom, I challenge you to stop and allow the intimacy to grow in your marriage, you know, there's, here's the thing. When you stop doing that and you start breaking down those walls and you start communicating little by little inside the bedroom, outside the bedroom, you are going to be amazed at how awesome your lovemaking sessions can be. I'm not kidding you. I, I mean, this is from a guy that, you know, two years ago, it was pretty much, null and void i mean it was pretty damn boring at times well it was the same thing it was the same thing and in two years time do you think i would be here saying this if we didn't take the step to challenge ourselves no way so i think you got to get over yourself sometimes and pass your fears out of your comfort zone and go for it because you don't know what it's going to be like unless you take that step and a passage that comes to me when, when we're talking about this, it, I just, I love this passage, is when Peter walks on water. It's faith. It's faith knowing that our God above is going to take care of our marriage. Is uh, it's, it's our faith that God above is in our bedroom and wants us to have an amazing, intimate moment together. It's our God who loves us. And if we take that step out on water like Peter did and we go towards Jesus, it's truly mind-blowing the intimacy that you can have with your spouse. Well said. Amen. Well said. I mean, it's definitely, you know, you bring up a good point. I mean, I think once we started, you know, making God a part of our bedroom and, you know, having having that acknowledgement that that our that sexual intimacy was a gift from God and we were both on the same page and I I will say that's that's a big part of it is that we are both on the same page in regards to building our intimacy and if your spouse is not there with you pray for them mhm because it works. Tony's prayed for me on those nights when I'm not there and vice versa. And, and you know, I know some of you have much bigger issues. Continue to pray. I cannot hit home on the power of prayer enough, but God wants you to have 
an amazing connected sex life with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole book in the Bible that talks about this. You yeah. Know. Song of Solomon. <laughs> if you haven't read it, Do. read it. Um, but a great, in a great book. And we'll put this in the show notes, write this down is we'll, uh, we'll get you a link to intimacy ignited, which is a great book that really dives into the song of Solomon and how Solomon and his wife come together. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and it's, it's very, you know, it's very explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not, not very explicit, but it's explicit for the Bible. It, okay. I mean, it's, I mean, it's in the Bible. Exactly. It's in the Bible and it was written so that Hebrew boys could they, also read it. So, yeah, I mean, you they know, talk about breasts. I mean, it's not craziness here. No, but it's explicit in the sense that, you know, there's great detail. Oh, yeah. And it's in this amazing love story. And it shows us how God really wants us to have this phenomenal relationship and connection with our spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you know, we challenge all of you. Some of you, you know, probably taking us up on our seven week, seven day challenge. Yep. Um, you know, make this a part of it. Be open to your spouse and to developing this much deeper intimacy, starting with those little touches mm-hmm. and working through to, you know, the sexual communion of the two of you. But, you know, you can't get to one without having the other. <laughs> you know, you need to have, you need to be touching your spouse. You need to be, you know, holding hands, looking in their eyes, putting an arm around them. And and when it comes to foreplay, it's the caresses, the holding of them, the the touches that excite them. And that is just a note for foreplay. It It does help, you know, in terms of building the arousal building the intimacy because you are spending time and you know, you're not just jumping straight from, you know, a peck on the cheek to having sex, mm-hmm. you know, foreplay definitely has its place. Uh, its place. That's not to say we don't have quickies. <laughs> That's not to say that we don't do that. But when you're having an intimate moment, event, you know, not event, evening, that's what I meant to say, or session when you're making love to your spouse, embrace foreplay. Oh yeah. It's definitely, um, well, that's a, that's a big section of when we get into the, the long lovemaking session, a foreplay is a big part of that. And that's something that we've developed over the years. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. You know, because it does allow us to be, it allows us to dig deeper into our intimacy with one another. Oh yeah. And so I think that's very, hold on. I have to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold the mic while you sneeze. Sorry. Okay, I guess not. I just <laughs> felt like it. Um, so, you know, this is this has been one of those weeks where we've talked about a lot of, a lot of different ideas um, that you can pull into your bedroom. Literally, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, you can call us on the the caller feed in uh, call in line at eight five eight seven five four nine nine three seven. Please do we. Like I said, we haven't had anybody call in for the last week or two, and we'd love to have you guys call in. So please do call. You know, let us know what you think about this topic. Um, let us know how it plays out in your own marriage. You know, what, what, yeah, what happens in your marriage? Do you have the non-sexual physical touch? Do you have the communication in the bedroom? Do you have the foreplay that happens? Do you have the sexual, the lovemaking session that you so 
desire as you lead up to that? Are, are those things happening or is one happening and maybe not the other two? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where, where's the, where, where's, where's the missing link in your marriage? And you can email us directly. You can email me at ask Tony at one extraordinary marriage.com or me at ask Elisa at one extraordinary marriage.com. You know, we respond to all the emails that we get. Um, even if it takes us a day or two because we do get inundated with stuff, but, but do uh, know do that we know will respond to you. We do. Um, you know, it's, it's for those of you that you know, want to take the next step either individually or with your spouse. And you're thinking that coaching might be something that your marriage needs. Um, you know, keep in mind that all kinds of people go to coaches, you know, it's not just for those that are like, Oh my gosh, you know, we're in, we're in dire straits. Athletes have coaches, people wanting to lose weight have coaches, people that want to improve their physical fitness have coaches. We, when we were starting our business, had a coach. Coaches are for people that want, that are in a place right now and they want to get to another place and they don't quite know how to get there. That's right. You know, you need a plan. You need an accountability partner. That's your coach. And so, you know, you can go to the coaching um, tab on our website you can click through for a free 30 minute consultation. We'd love to talk to you and just see where you are and where you want to be. You know, you can find that on our website at one extraordinary marriage.com. We'd love to, we'd love to just chat with you and see if it's a good fit. Um, but coaching works for a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. And so we'd love to, we'd love to talk to you about that. Can, can I just say one thing too? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think here's the thing when it comes to coaching and marriages. How about we start looking at our marriages and sort of maintain them and do the maintenance on them instead of waiting until they're dying? Mm. You know? Great point. And I I think that's where a lot of people right now are missing the boat because a two-month coaching session could save you years of just destruction and tough times. Because you handle it before it becomes this major disaster. Mm-hmm. So I, I think a lot of us need to open up our minds and go, wow, if I just took two months with my spouse and sat down, worked on our marriage, this could help for years and years to come. So do do think about that in your own marriage. I mean, if, you, if you're in a good spot and you just want to take it to that next level, coaching's good and it will help you. And Elisa and I have done it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We go to we go to retreats. We've gone to people, sought their advice, sat with them, helped us through. Yeah, we have coaches in our lives. So um, we're going to help you guys get over some of that. Yeah, the other thing that we want to make sure that you guys are aware of is we are doing the Marriage Minute Mondays. Um, those are the one-minute video clips that you can also sign up for those on the website. It's uh contact us uh newsletter, free newsletter. Free newsletter. And then thank you to all of you who took our first one. We had 41 of you sign up and receive it. And with all the forwards and everything, it went to 53 folks. So you guys rock. Thank, so you, thank so you so much, much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, and then the other exciting thing that's coming up for us this week is that we are leading a small group at the church at Rancho Bernardo starting on Tuesday. It's going to be an eight-week small group, and it's actually based on our book. 
stripped down 13 keys to unlocking intimacy in your marriage. And so um, those of you that have already signed up to be a part of the small group, we are definitely looking forward to having you be a part of our lives for the next two months. Um, those of you that are in San Diego and looking for a small group, you we still have space available. So if you want to email us, um, you can definitely do so through the website. We'd love to have you join us starting Tuesday night. And for those of you that are around the country that might be looking to lead a small group, we are, you know, we've got the small group um, study guide put together. We'd love to have you share our book and study guide and lead a small group in your own church. And that's once the book comes out, hon. The, well, that's in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> We're close to that. She's jumping the gun a little bit on that one. But yes, we, we will we'll keep you guys updated on how it's going. But once the book does come out, we got an eight-week study guide that you can take to your church and lead a small group. I'm just excited. We're, we're so I'm close. Ha- I'm, we're so close. I'm, I'm elated. I can't wait yeah. to get this thing out there. But it's it, we're just not completely 100% done. So okay. I don't want anybody coming to the website thinking, oh, I'm looking for a book and an eight-week study guide and it's not there because it's not there yet. Give us a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Give us a few weeks. We're, we're in, I think we're in the home stretch. Yes. And we got a, we got a number of great ideas that we're working on. So please continue to pray. We, uh, I don't want to let it go just yet what we got, but there's, there's three, there's three things in the fire that we're working on. And hopefully all of those will launch by the end of the year. So just continue to pray. We've had a fantastic week. We're praying for all of you. And we just, we just thank you guys for all, all that you do to be and being a part of our community. So thank you. And we love you guys. 